Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's March sadness going on. We got boys in the house. What up? Hi. Yo. It's, it's boys slash Blink 405, right? That's yeah. right. We're pulling double duty. We uh we started a podcast about three and a half years ago. R- yeah, about that. And now we are, in addition to doing the podcast, we are part two-thirds of a Blink-182 tribute band. I, Robbie Ray, mm-hmm. fulfill the roles of Mark Hoppus on bass and vocals. I'm Josh Montgomery. I got. I think I have to pronounce like that every time. <laughs> Montgomery, got to enunciate. I'm doing kind of the Tom DeLonge role. And uh, MIA is, is old Chris Van Dyne, who is... Under the weather. Yeah. Well, he's here in spirit. He oh, is. Yeah. He always. Is. I actually have a picture of him pulled up on my phone. And I'm just staring <laughs> at him. He's scowling. A constant <laughs> vigil. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Chris. Well, let's be sure to give a shout out. It's uh, March Sadness presented by Vanessa House Beer Company. Uh, you can find those guys at their tap room. It's 118 Northwest 8th Street. Uh, previously, you guys have probably seen that their road has been torn up, but it's all fixed now. So. It's open. Go see those guys and play some video games. They're doing their three-and-a-half-year anniversary party on Saturday, March 28th. So you can find information about that, other events, new beers, anything to have going on on social media. Just search for Vanessa House Beer Company. So shout-out to these guys. Three-and-a-half years. I didn't know they'd been – I guess that – time flies, bro. It that does. is true. Time flies when you're drunk. Get some ASMR. It sure does. It Do it. Uh-oh. Ah, Wasn't that uh-oh. good? I was going to save mine. Josh's are good. I got the cold crack of the... Today I did a cold crack of the Vanessa house. I'm having the pineapple upside down IPA, the RIP barb, rip barb. Right. I normally don't like pineapple. This is delicious. Hitting. I got the, Doing the broken good. tile, the classic. It's very good. I, I got to throw in too, um, you know, it's all about the look these days. Right. Okay. Just as important as the taste, the presentation. I would say maybe even more because your senses, we were just talking about this in our latest episode of Boys, your senses are all kind of combined in a way and visual, if it looks cool, you can trick your taste buds. Yeah. That is true. That can is dope. And if you were drinking that out of a urinal, you probably wouldn't like it. So (laughs) good job, VH. On the branding. V House, yeah. Killing the game always. Uh, well, we talked a little bit about the matchups, man, and I sent you guys the brackets so you could see uh, what you guys would be kind of deciding on this. But the whole vibe of it, man, is, you know, we, we love emo music. We love um, talking about it, you know, just something you do with your friends. And I just thought sure. this would be like a fun thing to do. Of course, uh, if you guys are listening into this episode, you've heard the first episode is the seating episode. Uh, we had Ryan Drake, uh, Emily Strickler, and Bo Brady, Mr. Bo Brady, on the, to to actually make this bracket uh, based on suggestions we got of bands from from the audience, from bands that we talked about, and then we seeded them March Madness style, uh, one seed through sixteen seed, based on the actual region that the bands are from. So you see them broken into different different regions. Well, that is geographically where the band is from. Oh. I know. It's sneaky, like sneaky. a March Madness break. Exactly. You know, um, I've this. This was actually the f- first time I've actually filled out a bracket <laughs> at at the the bar I work at Fifty First Street Speakeasy. Previously, and the old owner every year would hand out March Madness brackets, and everyone puts in ten bucks, and at the end, whoever wins gets the pot. Mm-hmm. And it's always like 
quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. And every, I was too afraid to do it because I don't know shit about sports. Right. But I know some shit about some emo. So I'm not afraid to fill out this bracket. Well, yeah. And it doesn't cost me 10 bucks. Right. That's a, oh, I was going to say, we'll get that. We'll get that donation at the oh, end. Right. At yeah. the end. Yeah. This is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> I knew yeah. it. Is We're going to be selling knives soon. <laughs> That's all Toons Toons really is. It's <laughs> yeah. just like a pyramid, pyramid scheme. Rip a page out of the phone I want to talk to you guys about this timeshare. <laughs> I need you to call everybody in your family and ask them when's the last time they bought a new mattress. <laughs> it's actually an altar call at the end. I'm just trying to get you guys to go back to oh, church. Dude, mm. call me hosier. All right. <laughs> I'm ready to come back to the Lord. I've been thinking about it, man. I'm not e- th- in all seriousness. No man. bullshit. No bull crap. I, oh, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. really thinking about becoming a hardcore born-again Christian again. Hardcore? Every not time, like dip your toes. You're not hardcore until you live hardcore. That's, that's sure. right. And the legend of the rent and God was way, way hardcore. hardcore. The Lord. The Lord. <laughs> Living for the Lord. I'm feeling the pull, though, man. So... <laughs> You know. Well, the old, the old Christian guilt. Are you, are you it is. For, are, that's all it is. Are you looking for a parish? <laughs> no, it's every time I get sick, basically. Yeah. Like, I get a bad cold. Or anytime someone dies, RIP with a lot lately. And every time I'm like, mm. hey, how many minutes are we in? Josh brings up mortality. This is just like boys. Uh, or I think the I have no problems we on, with that. We I talk about that shit all hey, the time. What goes hand in hand, emo and death? That's true. True. So It's the most appropriate yeah. episode yeah. for him to bring it up on. That's right. TBH. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, great job. Thank I you. asked him earlier. I was like, can you bring up death? Yeah. Can you talk about death for a little bit? You know that thing you do where you bring up death? Can you do that here? Absolutely. He was like, my guy, I got you. I'm on it, man. True, <laughs> true to form. True yeah. to form. My God. Uh, but yeah, so the part of the bracket you guys are going to be working on. Well, actually, I'm part of this one. So yeah. I've been moderating before, but yeah. uh, one Mr. Chris Van Dyne, rest in, rest in peace. Ooh. Well, he's not, he's not dead. He's sick. but Right. Uh, he was not able podcast. to make it to this one, but your boy Harold had to step step up. We are I'm glad taking, to, we're I'm glad taking to have over wait, duties. What do they call that in basketball? In baseball, it's a pinch hitter. Is I'm just a the sixth man. Just, okay. There you go. Six man. Third man. Third I'm man. like the sixth on the list of people that I wanted to have on this. Right. Okay. <laughs> the real bench warmer. Uh, Great movie. But yeah, man. Uh, so I was talking to you about kind of the ebb and flow of like how these matchups go, so we could just right. jump right in. Let's do okay, it. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Um, so yeah, you see, it's the, of course, like the March Madness style bracket. It's the one seed versus the 16th seed. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, I guess this is the, this is the South cause this is Anne Berlin versus uh Paramore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are you guys familiar with both of those bands? One of those bands? I'm familiar with both bands. I am as well. Let's check out how they did on the, the Instagram poll. Okay. This is the funny thing about it is like. On the first episode that when we were doing the seating, I was like, oh, I'll uh, I'll do it. I'll put something on social media so people can vote. And then I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have all these recorded before this happens. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm just, I'm doing it, but they don't know what the hell they're uh, voting for. So it's kind of well, the, the funny. Pyramids the fans are, f- are right. right. They're that a part true. of it. Yeah. Unbeknownst to them. Unbeknownst to them, you're draining <laughs> them of their money. All right. Let's see how we did on here. I, I can, can I predict? Can I predict? Oh, sure. Th- yeah, I'd like to Paramore is going to sweep this whole entire bracket. Are you serious? To the top. Well, on this on the poll, it was a forty-five percent Anne oh. Berlin, fifty-five percent Paramore. Okay, See, so it's okay. pretty close. Right. Robbie, did you put Paramore on yours? Of course, I picked Paramore as well. I'm a Paramore fan. Oddly enough, though, let me give you a little backstory on this. I didn't give a flying shit about. Oh, there's a flying toot. <laughs> I did. Oh yeah, I didn't care about Paramore. <laughs> 
um, in their para prime. I only <laughs> recently started liking them and then worked backwards. Um, well, hold on. They, I think they had kind of two crap. They had two like, like a camel's humpback. Mm -hmm. They had the first one in like in the early two thousand. Right was like oh, well. the yeah, the magnum one. opus. Yes. And then that one that came out a couple of years ago that was where they were doing like that eighties like synth pop kind of. Oh vibe. yeah. That was their second wind of. And that's where I got in. Yeah. I was going through a divorce, and that album found me at just the right time after the laughter. I just had bought a scooter. And I was riding around. In fact, I was riding to our old studio mm -hmm. when we used to uh, record boys at the Paramount. Mm -hmm. And I put that on and it spoke to me. It's like, this is about some serious heavy shit, but it's really catchy, really poppy. I ate that record up. I loved it. You know how much Damn. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I listened to it constantly. It, it really got me through hard times. Wow. Then I went Nicely backwards. Done. Nicely done. Thank you. And. Now I like some of their old stuff, but I I love their I love the direction they're going in yeah. now. The kind of like eighties pop. Like, it's like Haley and the Williams. Though. Yeah, it is. Well, you she, gotta stay. Uh, it's like the not the band. Yeah, we gotta stay relevant. That they started with. Uh, let's be honest. Was it ever really? About it was. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Haley and the Williams. Yep. It's always been that way. Also, it's, not, it's like the Fallout Boy thing where you know Patrick Stump went all out and just like, well, it's just kind of me, right? And then these guys. Also, <laughs> can I go on the record? Go ahead. Grade A cutie. Oh yeah! All right. Oh yeah! I'm of a course. red. I'm a red blooded American 100 percent. Wasn't she dating a guy from Newfound Glory or something? I think her and Chad Gilbert were dating for a hot minute. A Chad, also a Christian sweetheart. Oh shit! Oh yeah! Chad Gilbert. Yeah. No, no, no. Haley. Oh, Haley Williams. Christian. Oh, I, I thought think Chad, Chad Gilbert was. is as well. Probably. Mm. Yeah. Well, he is now. Probably. Yeah. Well, they're not dating anymore, are they? Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't yeah, tell I don't you. Know. It's I don't it's know. really crazy how pussy will bring you to the Lord. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I've been to Falls Creek, like so I'm familiar. Day. Right. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with <laughs> Anne Berlin, but I'm not so familiar. Honestly, I couldn't name a song. Damn. Does that make me a bad person? Well, you, nah. do, you, say, you say, they got a real good sound. They got a, <laughs> that they had a couple that records. That, album? They had a couple records that were great. They did. Yeah. I was huge into like Tooth and Nail. Like anything that was Tooth and Nail, I was like eating up at that well, time. They were one of the first bands to come out of that when Tooth and Nail stopped being, not really stopping, they were kind of merging in from like punk band pop punk bands and into that like not emo really emo yeah like emo adjacent emo adjacent like that uh red jumpsuit apparatus -y oh, kind yeah. of like uh academy izzy kind mm -hmm. of you know that kind of stuff i'm familiar and that's that's where i put amberlin they're cool though they're good not good enough to move <laughs> on though not good enough that's to right. move on <laughs> sorry that was like man i fought for them hard in the um when we we're doing the bracket episode ryan had like huge qualms with Anne berlin for whatever reason and he's like fuck them they're not making this bracket i was like bro i will kick you off of the show before i take Anne berlin off this bracket but we ended up giving them a 16 seat i'm like man we're just sending them to the slaughter anyway now wait didn't the singer from Anne berlin join dashboard at one point i don't think so i don't know Maybe filling in or something. Possibly so. But the guitarist from Anne Berlin used to be in a different band called Acceptance. Oh, I remember Acceptance, yeah. So yeah, it was Christian McElhaney or whatever the fuck his last name is, but Christian's in a band, as it were. Yes. There you go. <laughs> a lot of those. Speaking my language. So Paramore sweeps I'm it. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of those on here. Yeah, Paramore sweeps it. Hey, we're taking a break from the episode to talk about a local organization that's really near and dear to me called Calm Waters. Founded in 1992, Calm Waters is the only non-faith-based grief center located in central Oklahoma, helping children and families who have experienced a loss due to death, divorce, or other significant loss. This nonprofit organization, located off of Northwest Expressway in Meridian, 
offers free support groups at their center and in 11 school districts, as well as provide private pay counseling, parenting seminars, and workplace crisis services. To learn more, visit www.calmwaters.org or call 405-841-4800. Again, that's Calm Waters. Now back to the episode. Actually, right. coming up next, we do have Christians in a band. Okay, yeah, what do we got? We got uh, on Instagram, on this matchup, we have May and Cartel. Uh, we got May with 42% of the vote, 58% for Cartel. Nice. Shout out to May, man. I just had Dave Elkins, the lead singer May, on the show not not long oh, ago. Oh, that's dope. Um, but this is, this is like a Sophie's choice. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> for me, this is a Sophie's choice. Robbie, are you familiar with May or Cartel? Yeah, I love both bands. I celebrate their entire catalogs. <laughs> it's hard to choose, so I'm going to let the people decide this one. That's very good. I am familiar with May as like the... And the thing with May is they don't sound like what you think they would sound like, like when you speak to them. Is that the one that's like all Southern boys? We're thinking of another mm. tooth and nail Christian emo It might have been Maylene and Sons of Disaster maybe that or something. One, maybe that one. Or Norma they're all Jean like this. But man, Cartel, dude. That Actually, the first two Cartel Chroma is a dude. fucking good album. Attention. Dude, that record's just so good. It is good, yeah. But I think that record... Hit at a time when it felt like every band was kind of going in that direction, you know, especially like on the local scene. We had like um, Chasing Paris that kind of morphed into uh, what's their album was called American Kids. The City Lives. So there's a lot of that kind of a vibe happening where it's it's emo influenced with punk rock slash pop rock mm-hmm. flavor, but you got to have a pretty guy singing. You know that is true. Yeah, Will Pugh is a good-looking guy. Good-looking guy, but yeah, I, I I picked Cartel because I think they're, in my opinion, better than me because I don't know a lot of me. Damn, I'm going with Cartel. Let I the mean, people decide. That's an eight and nine matchup, so it's really not real. Close. I mean, they're close. Yeah, I also love drug cartels. So. But I'm not mad. Yeah, you know, they do a lot for the community. <laughs> the one they're in, anyway. Mexico City is doing really well. <laughs> This time of year. This time of year. Man. So go with the popular vote, Cartel. Yeah. I'm really not mad about either of those, moving on, to be honest with you. That sets up a Paramore Cartel second uh, on that second matchup, though. I like it. Sorry, Cartel. You're probably not going to get that. Not, I, probably not making it much they, further. So far, I think Robbie might be right. True. So far. So far. Uh, let's see here. What we got next? From first to last, that's uh, that's Sunny. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Skrillex before Skrillex. Okay. I'm All right. And uh, Forever the Sickest Kids from Dallas. Now, I'll tell you this much. No, you go ahead. You go with the results first. 55% went from first to last. Okay. What does... This is criminal. It should have been Forever the Sickest Kids. Those mall punk biatches. I, I went Forever sick, Forever the Sickest Kids. What's that, that first record? Oh, I don't remember the record, but it had like, uh, Hey, Britney. Dude, that whole thing. Whoa, oh. I was... Addicted to that album. And they got fucking... It's like if Arcade Fire was an emo band. They got like eight people in the band. Yeah. I'm like, how many motherfuckers you got on the I had band? That, I had right. that literal that CD, and I had my 89... Remember my little 89 Honda Civic? Oh, yeah. My little red roller skate? Yeah, yeah. And I would bump that CD. That's the only CD I'd put in my player. And just all day, every day. And I'm just like singing along to it. The breakdowns were great. The production was crazy good. Underdog Alma Mater. That was the band. Or that was, yes. the, that was the album. But it had a bunch of bops on it. You know man. what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to bop to that shit. 
this weekend. I also liked Forever the Sickest Kids, so I picked them too. Cool. I'm picking from first to last. Dang. It's because you're a Skrillex fan. It, I, I love my dubstep. Because the dubstep adjacent. Funny story, I visited Capitol Records when uh, Sonny turned 19. Was he there? He was on Capitol Records. They were celebrating his 19th birthday. Holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah. Fuck him. That's my forever uh, story. <laughs> my uh, for first to last story. Sorry, Robbie Ray, you got outvoted, my friend. All right. Um, okay, this might be a point of contention with uh, young Joshua here. We've got Newfound Glory versus May Day Parade. Now, what? was this one that you had qualms with or no? I kind of have qualms with it only in, only because they're a pop punk band. Now, they were originally called A Newfound Glory, and all of their merchandise was very emo influence. A lot of stars, you know. A lot of to write love on our arms to type write, thing. Yeah, right? That kind of stuff. <laughs> and their first record, uh, Nothing Gold Can Stay, I mean, it's very raw. It's pop punk. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like emo-ish. I just listened to a podcast called uh, Turned Out a Punk by the bas- the bassist of Fucked Up. He's the host. And he was interviewing Chris Caraba. And man, it was great because Chris oh. Caraba talked, well, broke down weird. that entire Florida scene and how it was just like they all played with each other. Like they jumped in bands if someone needed a fill-in guitarist or bass player. And how it was all kind of hodgepodge in that scene. And then they started booking tours and they would go to like Lawrence, Kansas, and that's how they met the Get Up Kids guys and Anniversary. And then they started working together, and they kind of made their whole, they made that whole thing happen. The reason why they got signed to Vagrant, all of them, is because they were all doing it on their own already. So it's like, yeah, I guess you're traveling in that posse. Right. You're going to get a little emo rubbed up. You're in on the you. crew. Yeah. I would say that NFG is the cool kids like to call them. I think they're emo tinged. I mean, if you, if you take a step back and look at their lyrics, yeah, very emotional. Oh yeah, very yes. like a lot of gut wrenching stuff. Definitely closer to the pop punk side of things. True. But I, I I wouldn't call them an emo band per se. Right. But they could be on the emo bill or they're, the bracket. They're in the as I like to use the Venn diagram. The Venn diagram. They're the Venn diagram mm-hmm. of emo mm-hmm. and punk. I guess. Yes. Well, I think of songs like um, I don't want to know. Yeah, I was gonna I mean, say that's like, textbook emo. Anything off the record, like the coming home record, could be considered kind of emo. Maybe even some of the Catalyst stuff. And the. Man, really, his style of singing is very reminiscent of like a lot of emo bands. True, but then they leaned real hard into after he who should not be named left the band. They kind of leaned harder into their hardcore punk rock roots and went that way. But yeah, let's see what the the people had to say. We got forty seven percent Mayday Parade, fifty three percent Newfound Glory. Can I be honest? I guess familiar with Mayday Parade a little bit. I want to be honest, though. I figured Newfound Glory was just going to be like 97%. I thought yeah. that on some of these, and they were closer than they yeah. ended up being. And I'm like, wow. Like I thought I knew, but then it, the popular vote's like suggesting that maybe it's not as like a, much of a runaway as you would think. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to you, you never underestimate the young Hot Topic kids. Like, I'm not familiar with Mayday Parade. They were just, I had just crossed that line, mm-hmm. you know? I, I'd aged out of of that kind of stuff, and there's a lot of bands coming up. I mean, there was bands just coming up out of the fucking woodwork, so it's hard to kind of keep track of them. Mayday Parade was one of those. You know, you see the name around a lot. You see T-shirts popping up left and right. Can't say I've heard a song. Man, I'm trying to think of that album that, 
They're as miserable at best. That was one of their big songs. Jamie All Over is probably their biggest song. That one I've heard. Yeah, but I saw them live and they fucking ripped too. But Newfound Glory rips too. So I, they do. I saw them not too long ago and it was oh here tower yeah fantastic yeah. sick. Well, what what what'd you go with, fellas? What's the, what's the consensus? Oh, NFG, NFG for sure. NFG, put me down. NFG. We listen to a lot of NFG at my house. Um, you stay in NFG in your home? I do. Um, we have a little one running around, five years old, and they do a lot of covers. And mm-hmm. one of the covers they do, which is on heavy rotation at the Harris household, is their cover of "Let It Go" from Frozen. Holy shit! Are I you didn't familiar? Know they did that? Actually, video. I heard they yeah. played it here, and he was like wearing a dress. Yeah, he came out in the That's Elsie fucking hilarious. with his hand all jacked up. Look it up; it's great, really good. That's like perfect, man. It's yeah. perfect for her, perfect for yeah. you. It's like yeah. best of both worlds. It's great. They have a real <laughs> cute video to go with it too. That's awesome. Yeah, they did some good covers, man. They did. They did "Kiss Me." Mm-hmm. Yeah, all um, the from they the did screen, a bunch of other ones. They're from the from the screen to your stereo albums are all fucking top notch. I mean, the first one they did. Fucking the Titanic Heart Will Go On song. And that was like, yeah, okay, all right. The balls on these guys. Yeah, the balls <laughs> on these guys. To not just go for the easy pickings. Right. Or lack of, to get those high notes, you know? Yeah, on know. God. Give them a squeeze. <laughs> just a little boys tie in. Are you, uh, okay, so for this next matchup, are you guys super familiar with Mineral? I am. Yes. Okay, so this is like kind of the cool thing about this, this bracket. where we're getting actual email. Like, well, yeah, and see, that's what... I was thinking about whenever we're putting together the bracket, and I'm trying to think of, I don't know if there's a bunch of bands that didn't make it that I could think of off top, but there's bands that I've never listened to, and they ended up on this band or on this bracket because literally on the episode, we're like, we can't do this and not include these guys. Mm-hmm. That's your Sunny Day Real Estate. Yes. Yeah. Your um, the Minerals. Mm-hmm. Um, what was another one? Promise Ring. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. I think Christy Front Drive didn't make the bracket, but they were in the master list of people that we were considering jawbreaker guys like that texas is the reason maybe but it's the i don't know it's like the the generational thing sure and so that happened a lot on this other side of the bracket where it was purely a general like i don't fucking listen to those guys so i'm not picking them what i just said about mayday parade that same thing kind of happened exactly yeah like well even even mineral the bands like that that was kind of before my time but i i I kind of caught their, you know what I mean? I caught the wave as they were exiting. Right. As I was getting into all these other bands that were influenced by that, mm-hmm. band, you know what I mean? So, yeah. It all works out in the worst. I yeah, think w- that Mineral w- got... What did the people have to not say? Not very good on this. Let me see. Uh, yeah, 74% went with Under Oath. 26% well, They were Mineral. a very, very, very popular they band. They were popular. The, Doesn't mean they're good, though. Christian think about band Under Oath, well. too. Is we're kind of getting in, and that's another discussion we had on the seating episode. Was like, is this screamo or is this emo? Mm-hmm. Is it the same thing? Can they be both at the same time? What other screamo bands should we include? Oh, I would, I would, I would definitely allow screamo more than I would allow like a pop punk band. I think screamo. Well, screamo has the word emo in it. It's in the name. That is true. Mm-hmm. You are correct. I mean, because of screamo, that's when you say the word emo, a lot of boomers or whatever <laughs> think, <laughs> think that emo when you say emo they picture like the swoop hair and like the eyeliner and the black hoodie and stuff like they're thinking like hardcore kids almost but that's screamo that's what screamo was yeah like for me i mean i'm sure robbie could would agree when i think of emo i think of like 
corduroy pants cuffed with like a pair of chucks, glasses, a messenger bag, and like a jacket or a cardigan with like a button on you it. You think like, more of like a Chris Caraba yeah. than a scene do you, kid. Do you remember the emo game? Oh, wow. I'm not familiar. Well, there was a game on the computers when the internet had just early. That might have early. Bo might internet. have talked about this because I think he said something about it. Well, it was an emo game, and it was all kind of like what sixteen bit, eight bit. Yeah, it was like a like kind of that throwback pixel art. Was it the Are You Emo or something? Yeah, no, you get to pick a character, and you could be like Chris Carabba or whatever, and you. It's like it's just a really shitty. It was like a flash based game on the computer. Yeah. Early, early high speed internet the emo days. game. But yeah, when I think of that, I think of of that person, the shaggy haircut. You know, well, it's like you have a a, a picture in your head. Yeah. Even like if you picture a specific person, you picture them with a certain outfit on. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the same thing when you talk about an emo person. You have an idea in your head of like, yeah, this is the the archetype. Well, and it's the same thing with these bands. That's why people kind of get real emo. Has always been that way. It's been that people are like really protective of that. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, for a long time, it was it was a it was a nomenclature. Is that the word? Correct. That was. Uh, not wanted. It was uh, don't. I'm not emo. Don't call me emo. And then it, now it's like you embrace it. You know? True. It was kind of like nerd. Yeah. You don't want to be called nerd, but now everybody's a nerd. Yeah. I'm yeah. a geek. I'm a geek. I'm into geek. Yeah, things. we know. Well, I mean, Under Oath got 74 percent of the popular vote. Good for them. Too hey, bad it doesn't matter here. What did you guys think? Mineral. I put mineral. Baby. Dang. Just on the basis of uh, on the principle of things, and I love their water. To be honest. Oh, great. <laughs> mineral has a great water. Great pro- cross promo for them. Purified versus mineral. I'm going to go mineral. Okay. So this is another case that's kind of in that same boat to me. Mm-hmm. Based on what you said about, Josh, what, on what you said about uh, Mayday Parade, I feel like We the Kings was probably in that same camp for you. Yeah. Honestly, with that one, I saw that name and I go, what? Who? We the who? We the who? <laughs> Oh, we got We the Kings versus At the Drive-In, by the way, for this matchup. So are we? The, are they heavy? The name sounds heavy. It does. It sounds like they might it's use seven-string he- guitars. It's not no? heavy. Like no. a shirtless front man no. who's right. fucking buff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Slightly racist. Maybe a little vaguely. It's like, I don't know, it's more poppy. Okay. The guys are from Florida, so it's like okay. that type of vibe. Uh, There's a lot of good death get, metal though? from Florida um, as well. That's though. very true. Fifty-seven percent said "We the Kings." Whoa! What? Really? Yeah. Instagram. So it's over all the, all the youngins. Okay, I went ATDI. All the youngins. And that's another. That's a point of contention. And not a. It's not. I'm mad about it. But I really wouldn't call out the drive an emo either. However, they do fill in a lot of the slots mm-hmm. of emo. I mean, definitely emotional lyrics. Their live show is fucking crazy mm-hmm. gut-wrenching gut-wrenching dare i say let's get angry about something Damn. you know yeah i mean so in it, southern texas like, i'm el paso i'm clearly voting for at the drive-in one of my favorite oh, I bands put, i thought you said we the kings no 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 <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> uh that's okay so they're not emo band but they play emo music i there's there's <laughs> there's <laughs> elements of via poking I, the bear i, I right. might call via an emo album if you listen, even based on recording quality and vibe you get from it, it reminds me of emo. Yeah. Even if it's not emo. Some but, DIY type shit. But yeah. I will say this. Like I just, uh, my description of an emo person, 
I guarantee you the button that's going to be on that messenger bag or the cardigan is going to be in at the drive-in. Button. If you watch true, if you watch old ATDI performances like their mm-hmm. letter, their legendary Letterman performance, oh. legendary. Watch that. Mm-hmm. They look like that emo character yeah. you're describing. Yeah, small, t- the small vintage t-shirt emo man. Quintessential yeah. emo. They're yeah, great. that's kind of what I think about. Is that? Yep. Um, yeah, I'm going ATDI. Yeah, all me too. Day. I figured as much. <laughs> What does that mean? We get well. I mean, I know. We, I know things. what you guys like. No. <laughs> okay. Next is it round. I'm wearing a fake afro. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> next round. Because right, of Jeff, my shirt got, that's three uh, sizes too small. Hey man, it's just your vibe. It's my vibe, bro. We got yellow card versus Emery. Now this was the grossly hold on low em- seated Emery. Emery is the band that I'm thinking of that has southern accents. And oh they yeah, they're from the, Georgia or some yeah, shit. Bad Christian podcast. Yeah. Oh and yeah, that, dude. He's been on the Micro Air podcast, and he's just like, "Man, shit." I'll tell no, you what, yeah, man. Totally. Cause, it's because MXPX is really the reason why I even started this band, man. Like, what the hell? Like, no, for real. But then he sings, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd that accent go, my guy? Yeah. yeah. But the criminally low seated Emery, they should never have been a number ten, in my opinion. Versus Yellow Card. I'm dying. What to did hear. we see? Yeah, say let's go see what the people had to say. All right. Are you ready for my vote? Are we doing the people first? Let's. What let's do you want to do? Pe- I want to do the people first. Okay. Let's hear the people. Let's. Sixty-six percent said yellow card. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. That's yeah. crazy. I want yellow. I want yellow card too. You're a yellow card boy. Well, look I, at his shirt. But again, <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> consider yellow. yellow card an emo band. I would consider them a pop punk. Yeah, band. they're. But on the lower rung of. They I got, they were ska. They got a bad hand dealt to them because they had a violin player. Yeah. Yeah. They got you a know, bad that classic ska violin <laughs> you hear so much. It's ska, ska land yeah. is what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> so they got the bad hand dealt to them when they because they came up around the time that pop punk had turned like it, it was it was big. So there was like starting line was coming up, and then you had Good Charlotte mm-hmm. and Simple Plan and all these like kind of both of who didn't make our bracket. Faux faux pop punk mall pop mall, punk. Oh, I was just about to say it. Mall pop punk. And and Yellow Card got tied in with that, but they're actually a very fucking talented band. Their drummer is one of the best drummers I've ever heard. I was in my just about to say life. that. And yeah. the guitarist is on tour with Newfound Glory. I was gonna say Singer, that too. Yeah, Ryan yeah. Key. He yeah. gets maybe maybe the reason why they won by such a large margin is he got double dipped for being the guitarist that is of NFG true. as well. A little dub dip. Tie to your heart. Yep. But again, like uh only one, that's a pretty emo song, I think. Yeah. They got some, they got some jams. I picked Yellow Rough Card. Landing Holly. That's an emo one. Yeah. I just made that song up. No, it's, yeah. that's a real song. I was <laughs> testing you and you <laughs> failed. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh is like, oh, totally. Totally, totally. Ocean Avenue, bro. Okay, this is another one. The next matchup. Are you guys familiar with Hot Rod Circuit? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a band I've never personally listened to. Ooh. Dashboard Confessional is the quintessential emo band in my opinion they in sure. my opinion they should have been the one seed in this matchup but they weren't but that's fine well in my opinion you put them on there you go well then they win obviously <laughs> but see okay i think people have different uh definitions of emo because while i agree that they're one of the greats they're acoustic and when True. i think emo i think like slow guitar like a jazz master through like a sure box ac30 or, or a rolling jazz chorus and something almost be shoegazy a little yes bit. Yeah. like my my definition of emo is more on that slow i don't know electric guitar drummer i don't know 
maybe because I hate Dashboard Confessional and I always <laughs> have. And anybody wow. who has even thought of that band can die, in my opinion. Wow. Jesus. Kidding. I guess oh, I should die. Okay, cool. Kidding. Well, we'll one day. Emo. That's true. We will. We will oh, one day. Right, that's this guy. <laughs> I mean, we're all going to die. Might as well we rise. all got to take that ultimate L. That's right. But we might as well listen to Dashboard. That ultimate L. I think, <laughs> I think my problem with Dashboard is that the singer is so attractive. Oh, he's a pretty boy. Have yeah. you seen him recently? He he has a just for men beard, and I don't know how to feel oh, about no. it. Oh, hey, he it's might listen weird. to this. It's weird. Now he might listen to this. Well, hey, I said I, he was hot. Chris, I love you. I think you're great. <laughs> it's just it's you didn't have it, and then you have it. It's just it's weird. Is it like one of those GI Joe or like Al Borland? Things? It's a thick <laughs> beard. Okay, because like thick. you saw him so long without one, you're like maybe he just doesn't grow facial hair because a lot of people don't with two C's like Chris Carrad. Dude, it's thick. Chris Krabbe, you can still get it. Dude, if you Thanks. come to town, I'll suck your dick, Chris. I love you. <laughs> He's your been saying that for years. Handsome that, man. That offer is open to anyone on this list from That's Josh. kind of, yeah. Probably. Well, the popular vote, 89% wow. Dashboard Confessional. Rightly so. I Rightly picked Dashboard, so. but dude, I also really like Hot Rod Circuit. Uh, I mean, okay, well, they were both uh, label mates, Dashboard and Hot Rod Circuit. They were both on Vagrant Records, and there was a Vagrant Records video remember when they used to do video samplers too mm -hmm. oh my god and they would be like yeah like 12 music videos and the there was a hot rod circuit video for the pharmacist it's the first time i ever heard the band was through this thing which i got because i liked all the bands on vagrant but never heard this band and they had that quintessential tight t-shirt greasy long hair tattoos but not like sleeves you know right like they had a lot of tattoos but they weren't good right <laughs> but yeah, they they played like uh like a music master bass and like yeah it was like like oh these guys look I could get it now because they look right. emo. The, the issue I'm having when I was picking these is do I go with what I think should win, like with my personal taste, or do I go with what I think will probably for the win? greater good? Yeah, yeah, the greater good, man. So yeah, that's a, that's a pretty wide margin. I don't know. Yeah, I went dashboard. I went unfortunately for Robbie Ray. I went dashboard too. Yeah, I, I know spent, you wanted Hot Rod Circuit. I did. I'm sorry, Robbie. I, I spent a, a too too long in my early 20s playing acoustic shows. Really, I mean, yeah, dashboard really covers. wanted to be a dashboard. Oh, just wanting to be dashboard. Oh, just dashboard. Real bad. Dashboard I, energy. I know. I was, I was putting out that DBE. That D right. <laughs> I I knew dashboard would win. Yeah. So. I mean, they're gonna. Yeah. Honestly, I'll put money down right now that says total when this whole thing is said and done, Dashboard wins it. Seriously. I mean, and I didn't say how much money, but I'm, that I'll would put, be dope. I will put some money on it. We'll take you up on that. All right. Um, well, we've rounded out that um, part of the brackets, the South. Uh, let's talk about the matchups that you guys have now created for the next round. Yeah. Uh, we got Paramore versus Cartel. Yeah. Forever the Six Kids versus Newfound Glory. Mineral versus At the Drive In. Yellow card versus dashboard. A couple of Florida boys there at the mm -hmm. end. What's funny is that looks like a lineup for Riot Fest. Right? Kind of like, does, yeah. Like, <laughs> that could be cool. Like, hey, Mineral's doing a reunion show. Like, cool. Mineral and at the drive-in are the old boys on this right? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I dig that. Well, the next, uh, so that's the top half of the bracket, boys. You guys are blowing through it. Got, uh, got out of the Southern Conference. Let's go into the Northeast. We're in the Midwest now. A Midwestern Conference. Close. Real close. Uh, well, we'll just kick it off with that first line or that first matchup, man. Fallout yep. Boy versus the Spill Canvas. Now, I would love 
to see an upset here, but I don't know if we're going to see one. Let's see what the people had to say. Dude, I'm going 99% fallout, boys, what people are saying. Let's see. Where are you? 82% fallout, boy. Yep. That's Only because right. I don't know who the spell canvas is. Am I supposed to know who that is? It's a, it's a very emo sounding emo name, band. though. Yeah, but here's what I'm thinking. You think of their bass player. Mm-hmm. Quintessential, quote-unquote, emo look. Pete Wentz. Peter yes. Wentz. Peter Wentz. The, the guy liner, the hair, the even the mm. bass. I thought he was the singer when I first heard them, or well, when he, I saw them. He's technically the front man of the band. He's like, he's the face of Fall Out Boy. He writes the lyrics. And he appears in yeah. Gossip Girl, or whatever. What was that show he was on? Uh, oh, One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. He was married to uh, Jessica Ashley Simpson. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. during that, when there was reality shows that involved Ugh. The Simpsons. God, that's cringe. Yeah. Totally. I guess Fallout Boy wins. Though. Yep, I, w- I was going <laughs> to vote for them anyway. I picked Fallout Boy. All right. Maybe they'll get bangers, upset later. Man. I would call them godfathers of... Uh, they're definitely godfathers of an emo subgenre that I can't quite name. Pretty Boy. Oh, no. There's, there's, just, wins, there's anyway. just a lot of bands right. that came out sounding like that. Yeah. Well, then they had like the, the song titles that were like, 30 words. Which is very emo. Oh, yeah. Very emo. Well, textbook emo. Very one sort of emo. Mm-hmm. Like mall emo. Damn. Yeah. Fuck them. Moving, they're moving on. Yeah, well, fuck. Maybe they'll get like I have, like, no particular qualms with them. I'm just trying to sow chaos. Sure. Well, yeah. the, I'm like, what I'll if my chemical this. romance went out in the first round? Yeah. <laughs> I think... Yeah. The last couple of Fall Out Boy records haven't been very good. If you want to throw some shade their way, if that's what we're trying to do, I'll throw some wow. shade. They're not that good, guys. Do better. <laughs> not that good. That's still good, but Even not that good. Even though you're playing right. Tonight Show and all kinds of... You're making millions, but you're not doing good enough. <laughs> for you. Not good for enough for Josh personally. Right. My God. I need you to please me personally. <laughs> okay. Are you guys familiar with these next bands? Hawthorne Heights, fuck Silver yes. Seed. Oh, I know yeah. you like Hawthorne Heights. Yes. That's right. Both bands. I'm he said, fuck yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, shout out to, to Shane Toll. We've gotten to talk to, I got to talk to the lead singer of Silverstein. Great guy. I like him. I like his music. This is a Sophie's choice for me. But what did you guys have to say? All right. Or do you want to see what the people yeah, let's have to see say? Let's see what the peeps say. Uh, where are we at? 59% Hawthorne Heights. Yes. So a little I, closer. Yes. A little closer. That's close. I think it's, honestly, I think it's the hit that, the hit that keeps them Ohio. over the hump. Ohio. Yeah, Ohio keeps them over the hump. Dude. And I mean, they're Silver in car commercials though, and shit now. Freaking Discovering the Waterfront. Mm-hmm. God, it's had some bangers on it. So my, my tie-in with <laughs> Double H is we came to see Newfound Glory here mm-hmm. at Tower. Oh, they opened, right? And they opened, and the only song I knew from Hawthorne Heights before that show was Ohio is for Lovers, which to this day is probably the greatest emo, uh, emo, that type of emo. Screamo. It's like Screamo, it Screamo yeah. yeah. Probably the greatest song, in my opinion, from that genre in that time. Yeah. Um, me and some buddies, when that came out, we used to kind of make fun of it because we're like, who are these cake eaters? Like, they don't know. They just kind of seem like wieners. <laughs> yeah. Um, Posers is yeah. the word we would use back then. But yeah. I did always love that song. It's so catchy. It's like the perfect Screamo song. So we came to the show here at Tower and watched them play. My girlfriend's very first concert was Hawthorne Heights. Wow, really? Yes, and she really likes them, always has. 
they come out and they play before Newfound Glory, I was blown away by how good they were. Live. They rip. Dude, they sounded robotic. They were so good. Yeah, what they've been doing it for years. Yeah. They, uh, they, before they opened for Newfound Glory, they headlined a, t- a co-headlined a tour with Emery. Mm-hmm. And I saw them at 89th Street. Emery was like the week, a week uh, the week's end, 15 year, and it was um, Silence in Black and White, 15 year. Nice. And so it was fucking nuts. Well, and then you- I realized I'm like, shit, I can't stand for this song anymore. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. Uh, after the show, I, I went down the, the rabbit hole. Are you familiar with the challenge? We've talked about it on Boys quite a bit. Can I, can I inform you real quick? Yeah, quick, what is it Quick again? sidebar here. Drop that knowledge. So let's say you're going to take the Hawthorne Heights challenge. What you do is you open up your Spotify app. You start at the first song from the first studio album. Now, the challenge does not involve greatest hits or mm-hmm. live albums. The challenge is you start at the first song of the first album of a band, and you listen chronologically to every song. So let's say they have four albums. Four albums straight through without breaking to listen to anything else. Now, you can, you can go listen My to... God. Yeah, you can go listen to, like, Boys Podcast boyspodcast.com or something but you, if you listen to another band like let's say you thumb over to the grateful dead channel on sirius you you broke the challenge yeah start no skipping you yeah. cannot skip so i did the challenge with hawthorne heights and i'll tell you what i enjoyed it i Dude, really good. enjoyed it yeah silence in black and white was a seminal Dude. record in the herald story lifetime nikki fm it's a good song that, is, that was the second hit right Yes. Yeah. That and then what's the other one? Uh, Saying sorry. That's off a different oh, yeah. album. But that's the next album. All their hits, man. Blue Burns Orange. Hits. Blue Burns Orange is a good one. And um, when we so, uh, my girlfriend Kate and I we left the Newfound Glory show a little bit early because we had to go get the little one, and we we're, we're walking out of the tower. If you ever been to the tower, there's like a beautiful entryway where the merch is set up. We're walking out. We're the only people in the hallway walking out, and JT is sitting at the merch. Oh booth. shit. And Kate, like, elbows me. She's like, there's a singer. I was like, go say hi. You love this band. And we walk up and we're talking to him. The most friendly guy I've ever met. So humble, so sweet, so clean cut. So, Mm. like, he looked like he just got out of the shower, but he just got done playing a show. He was like, he smelled good. He looked crisp. He did. Crisp. Crisp. (laughs) Crisp. So nice. So appreciative of us coming. We talked to him for maybe like three or four minutes. Then we went along our way. But, dude, he won me over. And now I talk to him on the reg. Oh, shit. Yeah. So maybe I'm a little biased. But I do love the band. And that's why he's on your bracket. That's right. I I went I went Hawthorne Heights as oh, well. Oh, double H here, too. Yeah. I'm really, this is one of the match, matchups where I'm like, eh, I'm not really mad at either one of these that move on. Oh, I, bu- I both- bought my girlfriend a Hawthorne Heights long sleeve t-shirt for Christmas. It's her favorite shirt. That'll work. So see, I'm just all kinds of... What a good boy. Yeah. Call me Hillary Robbie Clinton over here. I am just fixing this election. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Frankly. Frank. I did it. I did it. it. You went there. All right, what's next? We have got... This is probably the one that I had the most qualms with. We talked about it earlier. We had the sounds Uh versus the get-up kids. Now, it doesn't really matter that the sounds made this bracket because they're about to get shit on here. Oh, yeah. Uh, But... For posterity, let's just go ahead and see how they did on the uh, the voting. Sixty eight percent, the Get Up Kids. Yeah, yep. they actually I, got more than I thought they would. To be honest, as it should be. I mean, if you're okay, if you're gonna put the sounds on a bracket, then you put the bravery on a bracket. God, I love the bravery. Well, they're the same kind of band. It's just like 
like Scandinavian, like Swedish, right? Swedish, Sweden, yeah, Swedish pop. Yeah, they're Sweden, so they of course ended up in the Midwest, as it were. <laughs> yeah, they're Swedish pop I, uh, rock. That's what Silverstein's from Canada. I'm like, oh, let's just throw them in the Midwest. I saw the sounds. Where did they play the most? Yeah, the Midwest. <laughs> I saw the sounds at the Green Door, not the original Green Door on Western that is now 89th Street, the downtown, the downtown, which Green is now Door. the ACM Performance Lab. Not anymore. Ooh. I think it's gone. Oh, boo. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Anyways, I saw them at the second Green Door location. They opened for the International Noise Conspiracy oh. in like 2005. They should be on an email list. Capitalism stole my virginity. Great band. <laughs> the sounds were great live. Yeah. In my opinion, not an emo band. No. Whatever. But I am clearly voting for the Get Up Kids. Something to write home about. Such that, an important record. That's the quintessential emo record. Is that is emo. About. That's like that is that it, that is emo. If someone if someone asked me how would you define emo, I would give them a copy of that on vinyl. Dude, what's so. the name of the song? <laughs> that's uh, here's me overseas, cross the pond from the Dover Peaks. Oh, I mean, that is emo. Yeah, but it's also acoustic, so maybe I'm talking out of my ass. Such a great record. Four know. minute mile, so good. Yeah. Yeah, emo. Emo AF. They, they, emo F. And then they brought in Deweez after 4 Minute Mile to give this little weedle, 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 which changed the emo game. Well, that's bro. where like the anniversary and all of those bands started doing like the Moog Ozma. synthesizer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that ushered in a sound. The anniversary, also another band that nearly made this list. They should have been on. They should, should have been on over the sounds. Let's be honest. I here. agree 1 million percent. I, I, saw, put, I saw the anniversary in Lawrence, Kansas about four years ago. Yeah, it was a good show. Fantastic. Was it four years ago? Four years Three ago. Four years ago? They rip, yeah. eh? They did a rip. reunion and man, it was incredible. So good. I've seen them like three or four times, like three times back in the day, once more recently and they, right. they still had it. Still had it. It was interesting when we were doing that seating episode too because like the bands that people have heard of or listened to versus the ones they hadn't kind of surprised me. Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys are ever listened to A Day to Remember, mm -hmm. but they're not on this list. Right. They were like, well, I don't know A Day to Remember. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. Well, let's be honest here. This is all based on opinions. It, it's true. So nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. We're, we're, we're spouting our opinion. But doesn't mean it's word. It doesn't mean it's true. You know, it's not set in stone, is what I'm trying to say. Right. It's not gospel. That's right. That's it. Not God gospel. Damn it, Harold. But for them to make a case for the sounds and then not even consider the anniversary, yeah. I was like, this is criminal. Well, and also, I mean, uh, Local Boy Done Good joined the anniversary. Ricky Salthouse of um, my, my so called band. band. He's yeah. the guitar player in anniversary now. So. I think Mike Allen told me that. Shout out to Mike, friend of the show. Well, we found that out at the show. We went to that show and I was like, is it fucking Ricky Salt? Yeah. Oh my God, like, that's insane. Like, yeah. That's Fancy, crazy. Fancy crazy. seeing you here. Fancy seeing you. He's like on stage, stage. you're yelling at him. <laughs> hey, Ricky. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <No>, Ricky. <laughs> hey, Ricky. <laughs> oh my God. That that's a good, name. That's a good yeah. name to yell it at. Is. That's very fun. Yo, Ricky. It's better than like, yo, Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> that reminds me of the Billy. <laughs> yeah. Or Emilio. Remember that one? <laughs> Man, I knew the Get Up Kids would shit on them on that one. Yeah. Get Up Kids by a million. Get Up Kids win. Okay. Next. Honestly, it's gonna it's gonna get head to head down to when it gets to the finals, the actual finals. Mm -hmm. Guk versus Dashboard. Wow. Okay. Calling, Calling it, it now. Calling it. That's my personal opinion. It's probably it's probably gonna be fucking Ann Berlin and. Well, Ann Berlin got kicked out. Forever listen. Whoever That'd be the crazy fuck. if they came back. Uh, 
Okay, we got Local Boys, All American Rejects versus Cursive. Now, do you guys listen to Cursive? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck yeah. What's your opinion? Speak to it. They recently played here at the Tower. Uh, oh, yeah, they did. Fucking great band. Uh, and all of his side projects are great, too. You know, The Good Life, and I think The Good Life's probably a little more emo than Cursive is. I'd, I'd say Cursive is pretty emo. The Ugly a, Organ. Yeah, Ugly Organ's pretty. I'm uh, not just talking about my uh, penis, but... A <laughs> gook? <laughs> 68% just like the Get Up Kids got 68%. All American Rejects got 68%. Wow. Now, see, I wouldn't call them emo. I'd wow. Call, uh, Not even the first record? I mean, I get you're on Doghouse, so I guess you're kind of lumped in with that emo thing, but they're they're emos in a band. They're not an emo yes. band. Yeah. Yeah. Christians in a band. Yes. <laughs> they definitely wore the emo uniform. I'll say that. Literally. The tightest shirts I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. We we have a tie with those guys though. Yeah, like we're we're buddies with Mike Kennedy. He's been on Boys. Shout to Mike. Uh, He's been on Chris Stone, Chris, Chris Gaylor. Gaylor as well. Yeah, I, but even that, I couldn't pick him. I picked Cursive. I picked Cursive as well. Sorry, wow. sorry, friends. That's but, an uh, upset. That's a number thirteen taking a number fourteen. If, if or number four, I mean, put on the Ugly Organ. Such a fantastic. Great emo record. record in my opinion mm-hmm. and then happy hollow after that yeah. fantastic that sets record. up a get up kids cursive next round oh that yeah that's tough for that's me a tough one that's two of my faves uh all right man well that was an easy one um next we got the academy is versus american football now american football a seminal emo band yeah, oh that, yeah that's yeah, who yeah. i voted for that is a f- i like to call them God, the academy so is lame Whoa! Oh. Now, now, I, you know what i call them the academy isn't oh right yeah oh no he didn't oh i did i did well let's see what the uh let's see what the people had to say S- oh wow 69 nice yes. percent the academy is wow that's shocking odd man out over here man american football i don't know i personally don't know that i could pick the academy is over american football no no um but what'd you guys go with american football yeah i mean same. They had one record, and it was the jam. It they were based okay. American football. When you come from that family, I mean, you got Captain Jazz, you got Joan of Arc, you got American football, you got Owen, you got all these great fucking seminal emo bands. I mean, Captain Jazz was in that first wave of fucking whatever became modern emo. Mm-hmm. You know. And what he did with uh, American football is just insane. I mean, I'm, I, can't, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> That's about all the it. words. It's That's so all the good. words I need. It's so good. I'm still stuck on the fact that we've used the word seminal about 40 the times a night. Seminal. Okay, it's a disgusting word. I started the trend. I'm sorry. You did. I'm you sorry. Did. I'm just going to say this. Put on Never Meant by American football, and you tell me that that's that, better than uh, Attention, Attention by Academy. Is that, is that what Academy? Yeah. That is the exact song I was thinking of, American football. That, that shit slaps. That that guitar line, it's like, what the fuck is that? Well, and it has like that DIY feel of like, the beginning, they're like in the studio, you hear people talking in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much you the DIY. You case feel. shutting yeah. and stuff, yeah. yeah. I think if I'm learning anything from this list is we're showing our age Yeah, here. This yeah. is the opposite end of the people I'm 23, that I just so on. it's weird that I know all these, being 23 years old. Right. 38 <laughs> nobody likes you um when you're 23 that's true they don't i thought he was just saying that in general <laughs> good tie-in i was like hey don't tell him 
Uh, we got Motion City Soundtrack versus MCS. The Promise Ring. Let's see what the people had to say. 87% Motion City Soundtrack. Because those young kids on Instagram don't know who Promise Ring are. That is exactly correct. <laughs> I was kind of torn because I would put Motion City Soundtrack as an emo band, uh, even though they get tied in with like that All-American Rejects, mm-hmm. early 2000s kind of a, a vibe, you know? That shit you're probably going to hear played at Hollister while you're shopping at Hollister. I didn't ever shop at Hollister. Uh, but, um... Yeah, um, Promise Ring is the shit. Like when it comes to the emo, they are they are it. Would you say seminal? I would almost say seminal. You would almost say. But it. again, Promise Ring was a part of Captain Jazz, which they they sprung out all these byproducts, these uh, progeny, progeny, which were in their own right fucking seminal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Go to Spotify, pick any random Promise Ring song, play it, and you're going to fucking love it. They're that great. Promise Ring. Seminal. God. Seminal. Promise Ring. Yeah. Wow. I'm going PR. Oh, PR. If, you, if you named your episodes, you should name this one Seminal. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. I, can't I did bl- not expect them to take out Motion City. Well, they're they're... So, wait. What was the score again? What did the people say? People say 80, 80. 87% Motion City. Wow. That's a huge... Is that the biggest margin of the night? That might be one of the closest. It, one, it's it's up there. Let me go through it real well, quick. Well, these kids didn't listen to anything. They didn't, you guys didn't listen to music. <laughs> you didn't listen to like... Oh, you like emo? Name every emo band. You yeah. didn't listen to like Red and Blue Jeans? Nah, 89%. 89. Dashboard. Oh, that, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was the highest margin so far. Well, of course. Yeah. Screaming Infidelities, bro. What was the song they had on? Was that the one on Spider-Man soundtrack? Uh, that no, that vindicated. was Vindicated. Vindicated. Yeah, speaking of the Spider-Man soundtrack, greatest uh, movie song of all time, Hero by it Chad is. Kroger and Josie Saliva, Scott. Saliva, right? Yeah, Josie Scott from Saliva. And they see hero and save us. Dude, watch the video. I don't care who it's you are. So if you don't. You like that song. People shit on Nickelback. You hate all it. You the secretly time. love that yeah. shit. It, it, they do. That and was, he, and they're quick to shit on it. And I'm like, dude, fuck you. That was on heavy rotation at my house as well. The hero official video. It's so cheesy, dude. That that it, like jet black hair on the dude from Saliva. <laughs> he looks like a pro wrestler. <laughs> he should be. He lives in Oklahoma now. Does he really? Yeah. He gave up. He's not the singer of Saliva nope. anymore. What? He's a he's a born again Christian. Yep, that's crazy. He sings in a Christian he's band. He's a worship leader, I believe. Something wow. like that. Wow. Josie Scott. I'm in a band called Spit. Yeah. He. Do you remember his Lebray piercing? Which oh, for boy. the kids that don't know emo, the little Lebray piercing is under your lip in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, it had like it was like a door knocker. I remember that. Well, oh think, yeah. I think an emo piercing is right. going to be like a lip. I thought the eyebrow. <sighs> I'm, I get more of a... Oh, wait, no, the lip, you're right. Yeah, I get more... The of, lip, for I sure. I think the the bull ring in oh, the wow. middle is pretty... Yeah, for the ladies, a lot. Yeah. I mean, really you definitely, definitely got to pierce your ears, gauge them, but either do the two-row on the... Yeah. Yeah. Get the yeah. vagina ears when you don't have them in. Yeah. Uh, the fishtail. You ever seen hey, somebody with one ripped out? Chris Van Dyne's not here. He's got the biggest vagina ears I've ever seen. Does he? Yeah. He's got big gauges. Got yeah. gigantic. Oh, ones. that's right. I like to smell them. Coincide with this big hog. Stick your nose through. Chris Van Dyne has a seminal penis. We've been saying that. <laughs> I remember you mentioned that the other day. Look, I, I got a picture of it on my phone. <laughs> well, you got to put it on a giant screen. 
Okay, the next matchup should be an easy one. Should be really easy. It should be an easy one because yeah. Alkaline Trio, according to one Joshua Montgomery, is not an emo band. Now, but Story of the Year is. I so he don't. must have voted for Story of the Year. No, I voted for Alkaline Trio because, wow. well, they're like my favorite band of all time. How but dare you? I, I, in the conversation we've been having of what defines emo, what is emo, <laughs> the first like four Alkaline Trio records could be considered emo. Let me, let me just say this. Listen to 97. That's an emo song. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's acoustic, so it doesn't count, but... <laughs> listen to 97 radio is kind of an emo yep. song or yep. the entire crimson record is a fucking emo record yeah they're, it's they're they're not in my opinion an emo band but, but they're emos they're, that play they punk. have elements of emo the lyrics especially i mean matt skeeve is pretty emo now he's just like i think he was a character in uh the emo game if i'm that would make sense mistake yeah 61 yeah. percent with Alkaline Tree. Good. Uh, what's another story of the year song besides Until, Until the, the Day, day I, die. I Die? Anthem of Our Dying Day. Oh, yeah. I Razor Blades. Okay, I don't know that one. Razor Blade one. Yeah. And then, uh, what else did they have? Sidewalks. That was a good one. Okay. All I heard, all I knew was Until the Day I Die. And all my and hardcore friends drown. were way into one. that. And every time I saw the video, I'm like, this bro, you guys are into this bro. And th I think that's wow. when people started wearing gym shorts and shit a lot. Wasn't Mark Hoppus in that video? Or am I, was what, what band was Mark Hoppus in their video? He was in a Motion City soundtrack video. No, no, it was a bigger band than that. I'm trying to think. He may have, he's, he's in a lot of videos. Dang. He was in the, uh, uh, Simple Plan. Phoenix TX video. Maybe. Because he did background vocals in I Do Anything. That's right. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking. He of. did BGV. He did BGVs on some MXPX tunes too. That dude did some BGVs on a lot of shit. Fucking A. That's background vocals. Okay, so you guys went with Story of the Year. For you nope. on emo kids. I'm going with the <laughs> I'm going with the Alkaline the Trio. Al the band yeah. that's not an emo band. Okay. Yep. Alk three. Emo adjacent. Josh has an Alkaline Trio tattoo. <laughs> yeah, He's man. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm a, I'm a fan. All right, put your dick up. You're a fan fan. Yeah. I didn't know it was on your cock. That's crazy. Right on the head. Yeah, I just got A. Seminal. This is probably on one my of the ones holes. that I'm most interested to hear you guys talk about. Okay. Uh, we've got Bright Eyes versus the Appleseed cast. Now you have an emo mashup. 83% mm -hmm. said Bright Eyes. I'm going Bright Eyes all day. Fevers and Mirrors, you'd be hard-pressed to find a more emotional record than that. You know what? I put Appleseed cast, but I'm going to change mine specifically for Fevers and Mirrors because... You're like, fuck, I forgot about that one. His <laughs> cover, doesn't do You Are My Sunshine on that? And you can hear it. Mm -hmm. You can hear it. Yeah, that, All the breaks in his the, voice. It's the goat voice. Oh. That song, Halai, Halai. You can hear him cry on it. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what the whole record sounds yeah, like. Yeah. That Halai, like Halai He's trying song. not to cry. I was 17 years old, about to graduate high school. I had my first internet girlfriend. She lived in Ohio. Never met her, but we exchanged very... Well, did you tell her that it's for lovers? Did she know that? I well, I, cut my wrists and black my oh, eyes. If only I would have thought, thought of that. I know. But we would exchange very, very low-resolution webcam photos. And <laughs> I was in love with this girl. She was uh, a little bit younger than me. Not not like illegal. Not like old guitars from Newfound Glory. Young. Oh, my God. Whoa. I'm, I'm a man No lost profit shit going on. Right. Oh, Whoa. Boy. Fucking hell. Sorry, I brought that up. I just got a boner. But we <laughs> we were in love with each other. We and were next was, to a nursery. I remember... I remember uh, <laughs> planning to like go visit her somehow like in my shitty car i was uh -huh. gonna drive to ohio and, uh -huh. but i remember we we used to talk about bright eyes all the time and 
I remember we, I recorded myself singing Halai Halai. Oh my God. With my webcam. I'm in, cringing. In uh, stunning, in stunning 144. And we need to like, find that. Start jumping. It, it, it looked like, to, it looked like the uh, fell in love with the girl video by the white. Oh. <laughs> it was that shit. Which pixel is, is Robbie Ray? Exactly. Yeah. And I remember practicing the, Oh, oh, oh. Like, oh, I'm cringing. Oh, no. Yeah, it uh, was. mystery woman. If you're listening to this, we need that audio. Did you, okay, Send did you, it. Did you ever meet this Send woman? It. No, I didn't. But oh. I remember telling her I loved her and all this stuff. Oh yeah. my god! Do you remember she her screen a, name? It was like X. Of course. Of yep. Yeah, little X, big X, and then like the asterisk and like yep. the tilde, like falling star, <laughs> death. <laughs> Boy, oh something it, falling star something. angel. Yeah, XX. Oh, Did, I bet she was an assistant manager at Hot Topic. Probably. I don't. I, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about her. She raw XD'd a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> she was pretty <laughs> cute though. In retrospect, man, I I think I still. I remember printing out the photo she emailed me to my AOL. Yeah. Yeah. My my AOL screen name was, um, a good feeling at AOL.com. It was based on a Training for Utopia song. Shout out That's to actually it. pretty dope. I love That's that. That's like the least cringiest first email I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, I had a lot. In fact, it ended up being Some burners. This, this will change at AOL.com. That's Because hilarious. I changed my screen name All so the time. Much. I had that master account password, so I could just make as many alts as I wanted to. So Sick. great. Yeah, 56K, baby. <laughs> I still have the photos I printed of her. Not the lewd ones, but... Her like blowing me a kiss into her webcam, and mm -hmm. you tell I'll show you. You tell me if she wasn't a little cutie. Dang. Right. Well, that'll be the episode graphic for this, dude. Oh, if only she had a penis, <laughs> I would have been married. God. Delicious penis. If she, only she'd Seminole. been seminal. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, dang. so you beat me to it. I'm changing mine from Appleseed Cast to Bright. I'm going. Okay. Yeah, that's like that. Fever's and Mirrors record is like you. <laughs> you don't call. It's not emo. Now that's what I call emo, dude. But he has other. I love ones. that album. Lifted, <laughs> lifted. That yeah. record, so good. Mm -hmm. I had the box set. I had the Bright Eyes box set that had like six or seven records in it. So you're a fan. So oh yeah, well, like, was, fan, fan. Was was was. Not oh, they're really coming, anymore. They're going back on tour, I think. Now the reason why I picked Apple Seedcast is because I've inadvertently seen that band more times than I can count. Like, you ever go to a show just to go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they play here like all the time. They've always played here all the time. It's mm -hmm. been their thing. They're just right up north. You know, just right up in Kansas. They come down a lot. You go check them out. Like, oh, it's a great show. Good guys. Great band. We were just talking about that on the way here. Yeah. That I have inadvertently seen Avenge Sevenfold like four times. Wow. Yeah. We were. T I was talking about the band Sorry Ghost. Ghost, like the Nameless Ghouls and Papa Emeritus and all that. I was talking about how much I like them. Got back into them recently. I love theatrics, right? I love the fact they dress up. I like their music. But once they open for Avenged Sevenfold, and I've, I've seen them like two times opening for Korn, who I was there to see. And yeah, oh boy. Mm. Why are they not on the list? Big yikes energy. Yeah, we met, we left them off. We forgot Evanescence But then too. I'll say this. <sighs> the name the, the name Avenged Sevenfold does sound pretty emo. A7X, That's a dope baby. name. Yeah. But not the A7X, just Avenged Sevenfold. It does sound emo. <laughs> does mm. well you guys have blown through this shit let's read the matchups back all up. right we got fallout boy versus hawthorne heights oh that's a good one get up kids versus cursive yeah classic oh this is great american football versus the promise dude Ring. that's a tough one mm. again you're you're pinning brother against brother well brother against cousin i think on that one yeah, yeah. 
An alkaline trio versus bright eyes. These are all tough. I feel like the bottom half of this bracket is way Heavy, tougher than way the top Way better. Half. Yeah. So we'll see. Man. Well, you guys freaking knocked this shit out. That's crazy. We talked. Can't believe fast. how fast. Yeah, I was gonna say. Man, this, this is exciting. This has been a really fun thing to put together. Well, just just out of curiosity, um, you said this is the second episode besides the seating. Yeah, it's the seating. The first episode did the whole left side. You guys are doing the whole right side. Are we bracket. allowed to know anything about the other side? Uh, yeah. or no? You can. Okay, off, I'll show off you. Off mic. Okay. okay. After mic. I guess I could talk about it now. That's what I was kind of wondering because it'd be kind of nice. Yeah, I mean the the results. I just kind of want to know, kind of see what we're up against Oh, yeah, here. so, well, I mean, the next episode, by the time you guys listen to this, I mean, they'll know okay. after they listen to this one what the matchups are going to be anyway. We can off-mic it. So the people there, well, no, I'm oh, saying okay, great. they'll know. Yeah, so it okay, matter already if I tell you guys. So it keep on let us in then know. So, yeah, we're going, uh, this will be to get down to the Sweet 16, I think, right? Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four. Yeah, so... This will be deciding the uh, these matchups will be deciding who gets into the Sweet 16. So I just read uh, the Midwest In the South. We have Paramore, Cartel, Forever to Six Kids, Newfound Glory, Mineral at the Drive-In, Yellow Card versus Dashboard. In the West, we have Panic at the Disco versus the Format, Ooh. Say Anything versus the Used, Sayosin versus Jimmy World, AFI versus Death Cab for Cutie. And in the East, we have My Chemical Romance versus Senses Fail, Thursday versus Damn. All Time Low, Ooh. Modern Baseball versus Brand New, Armor for Sleep versus Taking Back Sunday. Dude, those are some tough matchups. That's a good. The yeah. East and the yeah. West kind of are stacked. And yeah. Not that there's not good bands sure. on this other side, but I feel like I, th I feel like it was a good thing to put the East and the West on that side right. because it's gonna this shit's gonna be getting tough yeah it's just like at the nba yeah you know and even to go to the final it's gonna be between the east and the west so it's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one probably well that's that's pretty awesome yeah it's exciting man so the next people that will be on they'll they'll uh get us our sweet 16 and then after that we'll bring the uh people that are that were on the uh, seating episode to finish out the bracket very nice. cool. Very exciting. Fellas, appreciate your time. Why don't you tell people they can follow your podcast, follow Blink 405, all that good stuff. Sure. So we are uh, Boyce Podcast, boycepodcast.com. You can find us anywhere where podcasts are found, on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your pods. Uh, we're also two-thirds of, like Rob said earlier, Blink-182 tribute band called Blink 405. You can find us at Blink 405 on Facebook. Basically, find us Blink 405 everywhere but Instagram some jerk off is sitting on Blink 405. He, he parked Blink period, or excuse me, Blink 405 has one post. Doesn't matter. I hate that shit. I know. I even sent him a novel length plea. Hey, man, can I get this handle? Dude, I offered to pay for it. Like, not very much. Like, 20 bucks. But I was like, I will PayPal you right now if I can have that handle. You have one post and like eight followers. I'll trade you handles. I'm not trying to be like a followist or anything, but come on, eight followers. I'm saying give it up. And obviously you haven't posted in a while. Right. Well, right. I reported him. So we're at Oh yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. Good call. Keep so, reporting yeah. his ass. I um, was like, fuck this guy. After I listened to you guys' episode, I was like, fuck him. Blink four oh five. It's at blink dot four oh five on Instagram. Give us a follow if you wanna Come see us live. We have a great time. We do these like super long sets, which we bust through in like an hour. Yeah, super fun. We 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 dress up like them. We play their instruments. It's it's a blast. Sing alongs. It's a hit. Play all the hits. We even do the banter. We even like talk like them and stuff. It's fun. So. It's a great time. Yeah, it's a. Uh, 
it's a really fun. I really enjoy, it's the most fun I've had playing in a band in a very very long time. I uh, love it. And I'm also the, sitting yeah. down with this guy talking on a microphone every week. It's the highlight of my life oh my god they do a good show um i don't know if you guys have listened to the last episode i had boys on but this show boys podcast is the podcast that made me want to do a podcast harold that's really? without, that's without boys sweet. podcast there's no tunes tunes podcast oh my god thank you harold that's, that's so sweet that's, I'm, and I'm these guys blushing. fucking these guys fucking rip uh i went to the first show at speakeasy and it was sick Thanks, there was a man. shitload of people. Yeah, there. I was like, God damn, I'd be shitting myself if I was them. I was. Yeah, <laughs> I was. It's where it depends. It's pretty loaded. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was awesome. It was fun, man. And, and yeah, we're. I know this will come out after the show, but we're about to play our third show, and we're about to go into the studio and do a little EP. Not, you know, I know it's kind of weird to like do an EP of other band songs, but it's for booking. It's like, hey, here's what we sound yeah. like. Come that check us sense. out. So it's funny because we were gonna just do this as a one-time thing. But the reception at the first show was so good. Shit had legs, my guy. Yeah, man. I was yeah. like, we're doing something right. So we did another show. It was well attended. We're doing a third show. And now we're. I'm just ready to retire from my job and just do this full time. <laughs> Get them royalty checks. Yeah. yeah. By the van. <laughs> we'll be paying royalty checks to Yeah, blank. to the van. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And check us out. Yeah, follow those guys for sure. Um, as always, guys, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast. T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.